It's certainly good to be in God's house again this evening. Appreciate the good crowd. Glad of everybody's here. Glad of our visitors especially. Got some folks also hadn't been able to be here for a while. I will come back tonight. Glad to have you folks back. But uh, we appreciate every person being here. Looking forward to this service tonight. And uh, we'll mention some of our visitors. Glad to have uh, Dee and Sheila Fuson with us tonight. And glad to have Murphy and Betty Buell. Glad to have Denver Buell. And uh, we're just glad to have everybody that's here. And uh, I've uh, known for a little while it was possible that uh, Brother D might be with us. I even called and asked him because I heard he was going to be up in this area. He was up at Athens this morning. and But didn't know if he was going to be able to make it, so I couldn't really announce it. I, I said I was afraid to announce it, and if he didn't make it, people would be disappointed. So I just uh, said he could come and be surprised. And, uh, so glad to, glad that they're here. I'd ask uh, Brother D if he'd come back this way and preach for us tonight. And he said if it was possible and he could get here, he would. And so uh, thankful he's come. I'll give you this news. I had one saved up there this morning. And, of course, we thank the Lord for the one who had saved here this morning. And I was just talking to Brother Cameron. He said uh, he talked to Jordan and had one saved over at Lighthouse this morning. And so thank God for the souls that's being saved. I really appreciate that. I have a scripture I'd like to read. And uh, I want to read four verses in the 98th Psalm. That's just really touched my heart when I come across it. And I want to share it with you this morning or this evening. <laughs> Uh, Psalms 98 and 1. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. The Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. And boy, this kind of stirs my heart. Let's all stand for just a moment. Let's bow our heads in reverence and prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you have made known your salvation. I'm glad you made it known to everybody and make it known to everybody. Uh, God, we praise you today and thank you for giving your son to die on the cross and raise from the dead. Uh, Lord, thank you that you spoke to our hearts one time when we was lost and was able to get saved. God, we praise you for letting us be in the house of God tonight and for the excitement and the joy we feel and for those that cheer. And God, we're just looking forward to this service. And we ask you to bless it and help us. Just take charge of it, God, and help us in every way. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for these things and ask you in Jesus' name and amen. You will be seated and we turn the service over to the choir. Page 180. <clears throat>
Amen. Thank the Lord for the good choir singing. I was thinking about that song. I want the Lord to be satisfied with me. Uh, ever since I got saved when I was 12 years old, he's been satisfied with my soul. Because when he looks, he sees the blood. And uh, if you want to be satisfied with you first get saved. That'll satisfy him with your soul. And if you'll humble your heart and live for him, uh, he'll be satisfied with that. If you do your best trying to live for him, God will bless you. Boy, it's good to be here tonight. I, I just appreciate what I feel, and uh, I'm excited about this meeting, glad of everybody that's here. Let's all stand for just a moment. And uh, everybody's got an unspoken request. Just show it. A lot to pray for, a lot of hands up. Now, if you've got something on your heart that uh, you want to make prayer requests for, or even if you've got a testimony, just say whatever's on your heart. Good. Amen. Appreciate that. Uh, keep praying for her. Glad she's doing better. Someone else? Yeah, let's let's pray for Brother Anthony. Really, really pray for Anthony. I, uh, we need to keep him in our prayers. Amen. Someone else? pastor but they got a revival coming up brother mark hunter's coming up the first weekend in june preaching uh, at least a weekend it may go longer than that but really really pray i appreciate that request that cameron made so remember continental someone else all right remember sister jewel remember that request Kenny uh, got to go to Cleveland have some tests got problems with his lungs so keep that in your prayers uh, surely someone else let's pray for this service tonight that God just use uh, brother D and that the gospel will go out with great power and God's Holy Spirit speak to people's hearts and we like to see somebody get saved tonight. And uh, so we need to pray for this service. And, and we need to pray for the folks uh, that's been coming, some of them here tonight, some of them not here, but the folks that's been coming, even some this morning that were here, that God spoke to so powerfully, it seems to me. Uh, let's pray for those folks that God's been calling. Someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Gotta be ready. 
Appreciate that. Anybody else? Sir, I appreciate um, going to a church where they'll say things like what she just said, like you only got a certain amount of time left, and if you don't get saved in that amount of time, you will die and you will go to hell. It ain't everywhere you go where you hear that. Amen. A lot of places are afraid to talk about that. But Amen. I'm glad here at this church that we, we, we tell the truth. Amen. Boy, appreciate that testimony, too. And I'm like you. I'm glad it's like that. Someone else. Oh, amen. Just amazing. Amen. Almost everywhere I go, people come up to me and say, yeah. I'm praying for you. Okay, I am. So, a lot of people praying for him. I know the good folks. Amen. <laughs> Appreciate the good report. Glad he's doing as good as he is. But church, keep their great grandbaby. Keep keep him in your prayers. Someone else. Well, we got a lot of good things to pray for. If no other comments, we're going to go to Lord in prayer. Ask Brother Murphy Buell to lead us. <coughs> So that's a good prayer. I said, everybody keep praying. Everybody mind the Lord. Who'd feel like singing them? Anybody got a song on your heart? God's wanting you to sing one. Do that. Anybody? If you've got one, we want you to do it. Let's, let's, let's pray for them. Let's really pray.
pray for us. It's uh, good to be here. It's good to have our visitors. Sure appreciate you folks stopping by. Little Birdie told me a few weeks ago that Brother D was going to make a surprise visit to Athens this morning, and so uh, D was getting on me. He said that was supposed to be a secret. I said, "Well, I only shared it with our pastor, and I knew he could keep it." And uh, so, uh, glad you stopped by. Appreciate you all day. Uh, in my mind, I've been thinking about uh, my foundation, and uh, this is an old song uh, we used to sing a lot, but. He's my foundation, and I'm so glad that as just a young boy uh, that I got on the solid rock as my foundation, and I don't uh, don't slip around, I don't slide around. He, he put me right in that. So uh, I hope tonight that somebody has a chance uh, and takes advantage of that to make him your foundation. So you pray for us while we sing, He's the Foundation. From the beginning to the end, there is one Savior for all men. Jesus of Nazareth, Lord of Lords, my precious friend. He is as gentle as a dove. He's full of mercy, grace, and love. Yet he's a tower of strength on which I can depend. He's the foundation of my salvation. salvation. He is the rock, the solid rock on which I stand. stand. He's the good shepherd, and I'm following him home. And my father will hold my father will hold my trembling hand. Thank you. 
Lord saved my soul. Nobody came around and said, Bill, I was Bill. I went for 25 years yeah. that condition. Yeah. And finally, the Lord spoke to me. I went to an altar again. He said, I, he took me back. Yeah, amen. That's good, Bill. And he let me see it just as plain as good day. Yeah. See that picture where he said, I saved you back there, so I'm like, what do you want? Yeah. And I'm glad I'm headed that you. Amen. That's good singing. I appreciate it. Anybody else got a song on your heart? All right, let's pray for them. the grace that brought me through how I saved my soul from hell I never walked alone though at times it seems that I was by myself but every time I cried for hell Lord, you were always there to see me through, and I never lost a battle. Satan's darts, they drove me to my knees. Yeah, I've been through some hard times, but I never I stood with my loved one, wondering what would 
for defusing. We thank God for him. Let's give him our undivided attention and pray with all your heart. Brother D. Well, I thought when... Uh, Terry said he had one more thing to do. He's going to get somebody to sing. And when he said Sheila, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Not that she can't sing, just because I know she wasn't singing. Uh, but it, it is good to be at Lima another time. Good to see everybody. Love y'all. Appreciate you. Thank God for you, good pastor. Uh, don't get this way a whole lot. 
And I thought as Terry was saying, I'm just going to talk a little bit and trying to get my mind in the right place. And I thought as Terry was talking, he, when he, when he came back here, he handed me this microphone. I said, now, Terry, there's a lot of preachers here. Just see if one of them will preach. And he said, well, you've not preached here in a long time. And he said, I just really feel like it's your time. And I got to think, I think I preached here the last time, and he wasn't here. So he, he missed the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I am honored to be here tonight. I really am. And I, I appreciate the good songs. And I, I thought as the ladies were singing, uh, if you've never been through hard times in life, just hang on. They're coming. Uh, they really are. Uh, Seems like the older I get, the more they come. Uh, but I'm glad I got somebody that'll go through them with me. And uh, appreciate what Billy Ray said. And bless my heart. And uh, I'm glad I know where I'm going when I leave this world. And I, I thought as Terry, as Terry was talking about the good services this morning and the three that got saved, and I, that is great, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. But they should be so many more. They should be so many more. If, if people just knew what was in my heart, there'd be more people saved than you could think about. If they could just feel what's down on the inside every now and then. They would, they would want to know more about the Lord. So um, I don't know. I tried my best. seemed like I preached everything that when I left Athens, my mind was just blank as a sheet of paper. And uh, I know you preachers know how that feels. I started down the road, and I was meditating. I was, trying to, I was trying to just see what the Lord wanted me to say, do, I was doing all that, and uh, this scripture come to my mind. I preached on this before the other day, and I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I got over in here, and I started reading on this scripture, and, and, and the Lord showed me some things on it, and I'd never heard nobody preach on it, and I'd never preached on it myself, and I called you pastor, and I said, Terry, I got something on my mind. I I just want to make sure I ain't way out in left field. And, and, and listen, I, I know when the Lord gives me something. I, I don't have to ask nobody else. I, I'm confident in that. But it just gives you a little extra, little extra strength and just a little extra confidence. And uh, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it tonight. I, I hope and pray that, that God will let me share some thoughts with you. And, but it is good to be here. It, it really is. And I, I look at all these young preachers here. And I, I look on both sides, and I'm proud of them. And I, I hear good reports, and I talk to Terry every little bit, and he'll tell me about this one and that one. And he, it's a good report. I'm glad to hear it, guys. I really am. I, I'm glad that God's still calling men to preach to our people. Terry, it's through the foolishness of preaching. Benny Ray, it was through the foolishness of preaching that pricked my heart one morning. Showed me where I was at. Showed me that I needed the Lord in my life. I, I'd been to church all my life on and off. And I, I've said this, mom and dad, neither one was at church when I got saved. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. That morning was my morning. And God gave me opportunity. Through the foolishness of preaching, he spoke to my heart. So in the book of Kings, second book of Kings, chapter 6, verse 1. I'll not be before you too long. We'll... We'll try to 
we'll try to be brief and, and sit down pretty quick. But <clears throat> verse 1 says, And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, we pray thee, into Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there, where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. And this is what I want to get to. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, Master, it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. Therefore said he, Take it up to thee. And he put it on his hand and took it. So uh, from what I understand, this was just a little bit down the road from where Elijah was caught up in a whirlwind. And Elisha had asked for a double portion. And, and they were over there, and, and, and Elisha was teaching some of the prophets. And the Bible said that the place where they dwelled had got too small for them. And they went to Elisha, and they said, Master, said, the place we dwell, it's got too small. Uh, we'd, like to, we'd like to enlarge it, in my words. We'd like to make it bigger. And, and he said, we'd like to go down to Jordan, and we'd like to cut some wood, and we'd like to come back, and we'd like to expand our dwelling. He said, and would you go with us? And I, I thought, and I'm glad the Lord Jesus Christ will go with us wherever we go. I'm glad that no matter what comes in life, the Lord will always go with us. Billy, since the day God saved me, he's always been with me. He never left me, and he, he's never forsook me, but he's went with me all the way. And they got down to the water, and, and one of the men of the Bible said that he was swinging an axe. And I want you to listen to this now. The axe head come off of the handle and went into the Jordan, and it sank. It sank down in the mar of Jordan. Now, if you read and study, if I understand correctly, the Jordan, and I... I want to make a point with this. Y'all just pray. I need to get myself in a place I can preach to you. Uh, the, the, the Jordan ran down through and it, it ended in the Dead Sea. And you know what the Dead Sea was? It was exactly what I said. It's the Dead Sea. They, they wasn't nothing in the Dead Sea that lives. There's, there's not any, from what, what I read and I understand, there's not any life in the Dead Sea. There's a few microorganisms that dwell there, but there's no life in it. They... Uh, uh, because of the salinity of the water. And, and think about that now. That axe head fell in the midst of Jordan. And, and Jordan run down to the Dead Sea. So uh, here, was, here was the servant. He was felling the tree and the axe head uh, lands in the water. And, and he began to cry out and he said, Master, he said, uh, it was borrowed. And if I read and understand anything that uh, back in those days and back in those times, that uh, if you had borrowed something... Uh, uh, and the owner was not with you, and you lost it, or you damaged it, 
you had to pay full restitution for it. And, and here he had lost something that uh, he couldn't buy back. And uh, he didn't have the money to purchase it. Uh, and he lost it in the water. Right? And the Bible said that Elisha was standing behind him. Uh, and he said, where fell it? Uh, and the guy showed him exactly where it fell. Uh, and the Bible said that Elisha went behind him. Uh, and he cut a green stick. Now, uh, listen, I want you to understand that. Uh, uh, the man was standing there with an axe handle in his hand. Uh, uh, but he still cut a green stick, Terry. Uh, uh, that old axe handle uh, uh, represented the law. Uh, uh, the law was not good enough, my friend, uh, uh, to raise you out of your dead state. Uh, uh, it was going to take something more uh, uh, than what the law had. Uh, uh, the Bible said Elisha cut uh, a green stick uh, and he cast that stick uh, up on the water. Uh, uh, listen, my friend, uh, uh, I'm glad in 1982 uh, uh, one of God's men, uh, uh, he stood back and he cast uh, uh, that stick uh, up on the waters of Jordan. Uh, uh, listen, friend, uh, uh, the man of God, uh, uh, he showed me Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, he showed me Calvary uh, uh, through the preached word. Uh, uh, the water in the Bible uh, uh, represents God's spirit. Uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, the rich man in hell desired uh, uh, one drop uh, of that water. Uh, it would have cooled his thirst. Uh, uh, but listen, friend, uh, uh, that water that he was talking about uh, uh, was spiritual water. Uh, uh, listen, friend, uh, and that morning, uh, uh, the old man of God, uh, he began to tell me uh, about a man called Jesus. Uh, and listen, uh, uh, through an eye of faith, uh, I saw Calvary, uh, and I saw our Lord and Savior, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, as crucified for our sins. Uh, uh, that word of the Reggie, uh, uh, that word stick, uh, uh, that's the same word uh, uh, that was used uh, when Haman uh, was hanging on the gallows. Uh, uh, listen, my friend, uh, it took the blood of Jesus uh, to cover my sins. Uh, so there I was. I was in the depths of Jordan. I was on my way uh, to the Dead Sea. I was going down uh, with all nations uh, that forget God. And there I lay. And there the stick was. Uh, listen, I want to make this point. Uh, I had uh, to go where the stick was. Uh, listen, uh, the grand old church, uh, she raised me uh, as high as she could. Uh, but I had to take uh, a step of faith uh, toward the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and the Bible said uh, that that iron uh, that was laying in the bottom of Jordan, uh, it began to swim. Uh, yeah, it swam up. Uh, and it attached itself to that stick. I'm glad when I was a 12-year-old boy, I attached to that stick. That's going to take me to heaven one of these days. That was Jesus Christ. He and I, we walk in arm in arm. We walk in hand in hand. And I'm telling you, one of these days, I am going to breathe my last breath. But don't worry about me. I've told my family, I said, don't worry. I know you may miss me, but don't worry about where I'm going. Because I'm going 
to a better country because when I was 12 year old that little stick and I we become one there's no separating us there's no tearing us apart I'm in God's big hand and he's watching over me he's got me in control and he's taking care of me and one of these days I'm glad one of them said already when he sees me he sees the blood of the Lamb. And I preach this morning when that silversmith, when he'd take the silver and he'd start to scoop the dross off of it as it come to the top. See, that was the impurities in silver. And he'd take it and he began to dip it. He'd scoop it a little bit at a time. Yeah, he'd get it down. And when he knew he had it perfectly clear, when he looked in it and he saw the exact reflection of himself. That's the way the Lord, yeah, when he looks down on the inside, he sees himself. He sees the blood has been shed and applied to my heart and he made me one of his. Listen, friend, I'm telling you, I'm going to heaven one of these days and I escaped the Dead Sea. I escaped that awful place called hell. Now, people don't want to preach about it no more but it's a real country and I want my people to know hell's a real place listen friend if you don't accept the Lord you're going down toward the Dead Sea you're going down where nothing's living everything is dead you better accept the Lord do you remember let me take you to this do you remember back over a little bit further in the scripture the Bible said that Elisha the man of God he was down there in Israel I believe it was and the Bible said there was a man a great man of valor but he was a leper his name was Naaman and the Bible said that he had leprosy and as a little maid told him I said if he was down there with a prophet in Israel he'd take care of you he'd watch over you he'd get happy if you just get under to him Terry Naaman got down to the king of Israel he went to the wrong person he got down to the king of Israel. The king of Israel in his clothes. He said, who am I? Am I God? Can I make somebody alive? And the old man of God, Elisha, he heard. He said, tell Naaman to come over where I'm at. Listen, when Naaman come over there, a great man of valor now, Elisha didn't even go out to meet him. He sent a servant out there to him. There's a lot of types in that. But this is what I want to get to. He told Naaman. He said, Naaman, go down to Jordan. He said dip seven times. He said when you go down there and dip you'll come clean. You'll be healed if you leprosy. Listen it kind of aggravated Naaman a little bit. He said are not the rivers of Damascus and the far part or the Albana he said are not they cleaner than Jordan River. Listen I told you Jordan represented death. It's what separated the children of Israel from the promise land. They had to cross that to make it into the promised land. So listen. He told him. He said go down to Jordan dip seven times. It kind of made Naaman a little bit angry. And he said the rivers are cleaner. And one little servant said Naaman if you bid you did something great would you not have done it? And Naaman makes his way down to Jordan. Listen. And the Bible said 
by that name to begin to dip in Jordan. Listen, friend, I'm going to preach this tonight, and I believe it's the truth. When Naaman dipped the first time, and he come up, he was as leprous as he was before he ever dipped the first time. The sixth time, Terry, that he dipped down, they wasn't a spot of leprosy that had changed any. Why? Because he had to do what the prophet told him to. The seventh time, a representing, a listen, a new life, a representing completeness. That time when Naaman sold out to sin and he bowed in Jordan. Yeah, Lord, that time when he come up, uh, the Bible said his skin uh, was as a little baby's skin. Uh, it never had a blemish about it. Uh, why? Because uh, he died out to sin, friend. Uh, and listen, uh, he had a little different walk about him. Uh, he made his way back to where the prophet was. Uh, and he told him uh, that time when the prophet heard him, uh, he come out to where he was at. Uh, listen, friend, uh, he'd been cleaned up. Uh, he'd made made worthy. I'm telling you when the Lord cleaned me up, I I can talk face to face with Him. And I can have faith. I can have a face to face conversation. But Lord, that's enough preaching. I'm about wore out. That's enough. Somebody gets a song. But that time, that time Elisha come out to where Naaman was. And he met him. And and you know what Naaman did? Naaman said, here I've brought all these changes to Raymond. I've brought silver. I've brought gold. I want you to have this. You know what the old prophet said? I don't want that. I don't want that. He don't, want, he don't need that stuff. He said, I don't want it. And, and you know what Naaman said to him then? He said, well, he said, if you don't take this, he said, would you do me one favor? He said, would you allow me to take two mules burden of earth back with me? Listen, I've I preached that before and I believe it's everything in me. Naaman wanted to share with his people what he'd got down in the land of Israel. He wanted to take a little bit back to his people to show them where he come from. You know, when God saved my soul, when I, when I attached to that stick, you know what I thought? I want my people to have what I've got. I've said this everywhere. That morning, when they was fellowshipping with me, my brother, he was, he was a couple years younger than I was, and he'd come around and hug me. And I never will forget what he said. He said, he said I want what you've got. It took him, took him several years after that. He, two or three years later, he went to church and he was better than I was. He was lost he's better than I was. Me and him, a lot of times, we had to walk down off the mountain down to where the church was. We had to walk about a mile down the road. And sometimes we'd get up and it'd be raining. He'd go on to church. He'd walk on down the hill and he'd make his way to church. About two years later, God knocked at his heart. And he told me after that, he said, Now, I've got what you've got. I want my people to have what I've got. I want to share it with them. I want them to know about it. I, I don't want them to go down to the Dead Sea. They, they don't need to be nothing go there. Everything there is dead. Tonight you don't have to go there. Terry, come help us. Tonight you don't have to go there. You can escape the Dead Sea tonight if you just attach yourself to that stick. If you just come and attach yourself to that stick. If you just look to Calvary's tree, there's a whole lot more in that than I was able to get out tonight. But if you just looked at Calvary's tree tonight, there's healing there. When Elisha throwed that fresh stick out on the water, I, I said this the other day, I don't read anywhere that, that stick ever went underwater. It's floated on the water. 
But you know what the axe head did? It began to swim. It was coming up out of that dead country. But it was attaching itself to that little green stick that he cut and throwed on the water. You need Jesus today. Oh, you need Jesus worse than you need anything else tonight. I heard Terry say, I guess it was a church camp last year. He said, if he's in a burning building, it was on fire. Would you sit where you're at? Or would you try to get out? If this building caught on fire tonight, there'd be so many people in that door back there, you wouldn't be able to get out of it. But you're in a worse condition than that tonight if you're lost. You're going down with all nations that have forgotten God. Well, the Bible says their worm never dieth and the fire is not quenched. But that's your choice tonight. But you don't have to go there. You can get out of the Dead Sea tonight. You can get in the land of the living. You can join God's family. You can go to what, you can get in what's going to heaven. Tonight, if God's knocking at your heart and you feel that invitation reaching out to you, you can come. You can come. There's a lot more in that scripture than I was able to get out tonight. Maybe it give you something to think about. But the point I wanted to make tonight, you've got to make your way to that stick. You've got to make your way to Calvary. You've got to trust in Jesus Christ. He made the way for you. He said, whosoever will, let them come and take of the water of life freely. I laid it down for you. I, I said this morning, you know what he did? He bought the whole world. I believe that with everything in me. For that one little pearl that was in it. For his church. He paid the price for the whole world. That he could purchase that one little pearl. Tonight you can be part of that. That's what's going to heaven tonight. As you pastor helps us tonight. And they sing. And I know people's praying. I feel your prayers. How about it tonight? Where could you go tonight without the Lord? How about it tonight if God's calling out to you and you have a need tonight, would you come? Where could I go tonight? But to the Lord. How about it tonight if God's calling out to you? You can get out of the dead sea tonight. You can get out of the dead sea tonight. See, I told you, the, the, the Jordan River separated God's children of Israel from the promised land that they was going into. They had to cross that. Tonight, you have to cross that. To get into God's family, you have to cross that tonight. How about it tonight? Oh, where could I go but to the Lord tonight? Why, God's calling out to you. How about tonight? God's knocking at your heart tonight. Would you come? If God's calling you, you ought to come. 
I don't know where you're at. I don't know anybody's heart here tonight. The Lord knows your heart tonight. the gospel. I appreciate God's messenger. appreciate Brother D. I asked him to get another song ready. I want to extend the invitation. Let me say a few words before we sing, though. Well, what's been preached is real clear and such powerful thoughts and well-explained and spiritually discerned. I want you, if you're here tonight, I'd like everybody here to just think about this. Am I where God wants me to be spiritually? Is my relationship with God what it needs to be? Of course, if you're lost, you know your relationship's not what it should be because you're separated from God and on the way to hell. You don't have to stay lost. Brother Lee's preached that and made that point more than once. Uh, if you're lost, you can get saved. That's, that's what Jesus came and died and rose from the dead for. And that's what Brother Lee's preached about tonight. Likewise, if you're here and you're saved and you have a fellowship with God, you shouldn't be like that. You should get in and get on fire and help somebody get saved. You know, Brother D was talking about when he got saved, he wanted his people to get saved, wanted his brother to get saved. I remember when I got saved, one of my first thoughts, when I got up from the altar, when I got saved and I looked around, I saw some of my friends that were lost. And I thought, I want them to get saved too. The only way you can help them is when you get in and follow the Lord and let God use you, you can let your light shine. So whatever you need to do tonight, if you need to uh, get saved or uh, if you need to rededicate your life, of course, the uh, church door is open. If, if you're already saved and need to join the church, uh, you're welcome to do that. But while we sing this song, I'd like everybody to ask yourself deep down inside, am I where I need to be with the Lord? And follow what he gives you. Sing when you're ready. Somebody I'm sure needs to come. Somebody I'm sure needs to come. Amen. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. Obey the Lord. Listen then. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Are you where God wants you to be? Is your relationship with God where it's supposed to be? If not, if you feel any inclination, you feel any impression, any burden, to come and pray, please do so. God can fix it for you. But God's, He's not one that forces His way in on you. God invites you. If you'll approach Him, He said, draw nine to me, and I draw nine to you. If you want to get together with the Lord as He knocks at your heart, move by faith and make an effort to come to Him. Please obey the Lord. I believe somebody needs to come. Come on.
again, I appreciate this service and the good songs and the preaching and the power of God. Uh, I guess I went far as I have impression to go right at the moment. Still, there's plenty of room. Anybody else got anything on your heart, something to say or do before we come to a close? Okay, let me leave another prayer request. I wish you that came on my heart when I was sitting over there. I was thinking about uh, uh, Brother Lee and uh, Brother Neil. They've been going over and helping a church over in Muncie, Indiana, Bethel Baptist Church over there, and preaching for them and having good meetings and they appreciate it. Those folks over there appreciate it. And I appreciate these men going and helping them. I would like to ask everybody to pray for Bethel Church in Muncie, Indiana, and pray for these preachers. Uh, pray for Brother Lee and Brother Neil, that God use them. And I, I believe he's already doing that. But let's pray that God just helps them and, uh, uh, in that effort and uh, blesses them to help that church. I felt like mentioning that. And uh, once again, uh, I'll, I'll tell this, I, Brother uh, David McGregor and I text back and forth some day, and he texted me about what a great meeting they had and, and uh, the one that got saved up there and how much he appreciated Brother D. Fusen coming up there and being with them. And uh, I'll say amen to that. And I can understand that. And I appreciate him coming this way tonight. And the other folks that's come to be with us too, I appreciate all of you. Good to be here. So any other words or announcements before we come? Okay. Okay. Appreciate that announcement. And folks, remember that grief counseling meeting, 6 o'clock on Wednesday night, an hour before church time. And so I appreciate uh, you folks doing that. And uh, so let's pray for that and those that want to come to that to uh, do that. Okay, any other announcements or anything else to be said? Remember that. Someone else. Once again, for being here tonight. Thank the Lord for this good meeting. Okay. If nothing else, everybody's heart's clear. We'll ask those if there's any still seated, if you'll stand with us. And we're going to ask Brother Denver if he'll pray this message. Amen.